Welcome to Rich Black Woman, your destination to enlighten your life from the inside out, where we empower you to be rich in mind, body, and bank. Now, here's your host, Yaz. Welcome to the Rich Black Woman podcast, where we empower women to be rich in mind, body, and bank. I'm your host, Yaz, creator and founder of Rich Black Woman, and I'm excited to bring you inspiring guests from around the world who will enrich your life from the inside out. Every week, we talk with change makers from across the globe who will nourish your soul, your intellect, and enrich your bottom line. Ladies, it's time to bring the bank. Our next guest is Nicole Fenner. She's a visionary and a game changer in her own right. She's an author and a native of Mount Vernon, New York, and a graduate from Clark Atlanta University. She has written a collection of books, a collection of children's books, and we're going to talk with her more about them, her sister girl collection. So I'd like to introduce Nicole you to the show. Thank you for being here with us. Thank you so much. And I appreciate the opportunity as well to share my story and to talk to you about it. Awesome. Well, you know, we're coming up on summer and I always like a good book to read for summer. And I am also a fan of children's books. And I came across your beautiful collections, beautifully illustrated of this young girl, this young African-American girl who, um, you know, you have used to really help teach some core values. And I wanted to reach out to you and kind of find out because there aren't a lot of black female children's authors. And it's such a need for young girls to have role models, but also to see themselves reflected in literature. And so as we come upon summer, you know, people are wanting to relax, take in a good book. It's also a great time to get our kids reading and making sure they continue with all the great reading skills that they just got from the school year and they don't lose those. So tell us a little bit, Nicole, about the Sister Girl Collection. Okay, thank you so much. The Sister Girl Collection is an empowerment book series that encourages our children to believe in themselves, to have self-esteem, and to believe in their creative ideas. Um, in the Sister Girl Collection, also, we have two books, Sister Girl and the Trainer Wheels. That book came out about November of 2016. Um, the first year has been a very learning, you know, great learning experience. But in Sister Girl and the Trainer Wheels, she learns how to ride a bike from her dad, but she learns the core values of patience, um, not giving up, and believing in herself. And the purpose of my books is to spotlight positive family dynamics in our communities. And I did the first with Sister Girl and the Trainer Wheels with the dad because I wanted to highlight a positive relationship with a father and a daughter. Um, and also the message of not giving up is encompassed in the book due to she wants to learn how to ride a bike. She falls off the bike that, you know, put training wheels on her bike and um, help her gain the, you know, went through the steps and the process to learn how to ride her bike. And um, the Sister Girl Collection is near and dear to my heart because I always worked with children. Um, while in undergrad, I used to volunteer at the school, um, youth enrichment programs and things of that nature. So I always wanted to give back and give back to the community. And the idea came to my head to share with the world. That's awesome. So talk about how you came about this idea. So you've been in education and then how did it go from an idea 
to this beautifully illustrated book? Like, what was that process? And what did you do? You know, what were the steps that you had to take to make this happen? Okay, um, that's a great question. Well, um, working with children, I always I always learned that um, with them, sometimes you have to remember that they have they have their feelings and they have how they believe in things as a young age. And when so when I used to volunteer with the kids, I would do different things like arts and crafts. We would exercise, we would read, we would study, and I would tutor them. So um, about two years ago, I just decided I wanted to start writing again. And when I started to write, I said, okay. What would be something, you know, I would want to write about? So one day, this is the process I took. I woke up one morning and I said, I'm just going to embody a child and see how I feel when I walk into the library and seeing um, my thoughts and reactions and looking at the flowers, the bees buzzing, how did I feel in the summertime? And then I incorporated that into the book. So it was a whole mind change. I put my laptop in my backpack and I walked to the library and it's the actual library I grew up going to as a child and I sat there in the um, little room the children's room uh-huh. and started writing my heart out wow. and um, different ideas I had maybe 15 different ideas and I just started writing about the training wheels because that was actually an experience I had as a child as well so I said it I could feel the emotions and I wanted to put the emotions on the paper. So the, um, you know, we put your pen to your paper and just put your emotions there. So I, and then I wanted to just do something that, um, it would bring a smile, you know, because I believe that kids should be able to see themselves in the books that they read. So I was, I was trying to find a, um, I was thinking of how would I want my character to look. So the funny thing about it, the picture of Sister Girl is actually a picture of me from kindergarten. And Aww. I told the yes, <laughs> I told the illustrator to um actually take the picture of me and make it like a cartoon character because I do see different, you know, um African American characters and I want my character to just look like, you know, me and if I didn't want to look like any other character and so that was where that inspiration came from and the inspiration of the name Sister Girl um, I got that name from one morning um, in the summer of 16 I a Saturday morning I was off of work and I was I just woke up and the word Sister Girl came to me and I was like you know what that would be kind of cool and I know when I started working with the illustrations um, the illustrations and the editor of the book the editor answered me are you sure you want to name her Sister Girl and I just thought I didn't want to really put a label on her as if just giving her a name. I just wanted when someone pick it up, a little girl to pick it up and know that she's a sister. She's a little girl. And this is something that she could enjoy. So um, the process, it took a while, but it was when I started, it just started moving a little faster. Um, I'm excited about the books because I just did it initially as a label of love. But then um, now it's starting to pick up and people are reaching out to me. And so I'm just excited about releasing the second book now on Sister Girl in a New Dress. And in this book, it's teaching her a new skill because the books always encompass Sister Girl learning a new skill, doing an adventure and spending time with her family. I really want to focus on the family in my collection. So with Sister Girl in a New Dress, she's learning how to sew and she's um, going to have an award banquet and she's going to awards day at school and her mom's going to sew her dress and teach her how to sew. Oh, I love it. I love it. Love it. Love it. I love what you talked about in terms of 
your process and how you basically got into the zone to transport yourself back to your own childhood and what was thrilling and exciting at that time with that kind of innocence and everything being new. And that is such a fun time period, like learning how to ride a bike. I can remember that now, as you said that, and I can see you walking to the library and kind of, you know, transporting yourself back to that place of childhood. That is, I think that's a great practice for any writer to be able to kind of, um, get in touch with your creative juices and let that vision flow. And then what you said about, you know, you wanted the illustration to be a reflection of you. And it just makes me think of why many children of color and particularly African-American children may not always be um, thrilled about reading because many times those characters don't look like them. It's so much um, like even just what we see in media and in movies, right? That yes. we're not reflected. No one who looks like us is there on this adventure, you know, being the center of attention. But, you know, it makes me think of recently just the global success of Black Panther and how, you know, so many children were so hyped to go and see Black Panther because they could be the hero. They could be the star. They could be the person who wins. And I love that, you know, you wanted that character, Sister Girl, to be a reflection of you. And so many other brown girls can now feel that they're loved and that they're reflected in that. Yes, exactly. And it made me so happy. I would say um, about a year ago, I saw one of my friends from college and her daughter, I sent her a book to read with her and her sister. And when she saw me, her mom was like, you know, that's the lady that wrote the book you read the other day. But the the best moment of that whole interaction is when the little girl said the um the character looked like her. Uh-huh. And I, that was the best thing. <laughs> because I was like, it, I, I, that was the whole goal. I wanted the little girl to see the book and see themselves. Yeah. And to feel special and to feel empowered mm-hmm. and to, to ultimately feel loved. I feel like that's, you know, what reading can do and feel that sense of empowerment. Um, so talk about, you know, this process of actually getting your book published. And, you know, I think a lot of people feel like the process is very daunting, but it sounds like, Nicole, you did this pretty relatively quickly. Like you had the idea and you set it in motion. Well, I would say... Um when I, I started to write, I think the main thing with writing anything and when people ask me about how did I go about the process, I would say start writing. Cause a lot of times you over critique yourself. So if you just start writing, then that will help the process. And I went through, um, I use the editor, a lady um, from Atlanta, Tawny from the Tawny Logs. I went to college with her at Clark Atlanta University. So she edited the book. Wow. And, and she has, um, actually her own business called the Tawny Logs. So if anyone needs someone to edit, that's what I, I utilize her. She's very great. Um, also, so I understood that I had to have someone edit, you know, make sure you have no errors or anything like that. Right. Um, I found a freelancer off of Upwork. That's a website where you, people have freelancers. 
And um, that's what um, she illustrated the book for me. And it took, it wasn't, a, I wouldn't say a short period of time, but for me writing, I wrote the book July of 16 and it was out November 16. I utilized Create Space. Create Space is with Amazon. So you, um, as long as you have everything um in the right margins and your illustrations, however you want it, and you upload it to Create Space and they make it available on Amazon.com. So wow. that's how yes, that's how I utilize Amazon to um is print on demand. And I was so excited about the quality of the book when um they first sent me the um the example of the book. I was so excited to see that it came to life. And also it also I had to work with editing it. So from November 16th, about January, I was still working on editing. Maybe sometimes I had to send it back to Amazon, say if the page was not correct or something was bleeding off the page, like the colors or anything like that. But I would say to produce a book, it's just about the determination. It's about just making a decision Um, because I did shock myself. I would say that because I really was just that day when I went to write the book, I was just writing and I just came to my head and I really shocked myself at the fact of just sending it to production and that um, people can actually buy it and look at it. Now I'm realizing my purpose with what I want to do with the book, like take it to the masses and let people know about it and just share it with children and share it in the community. And um, that was the main goal, though. The process, it seems a little short, but it was just a lot of, I was working full time as well. So I worked full time. And when I would come home, I would actually work on the book. Yeah. So, yes. And now you're a children's author, which is awesome, right? <laughs> yes. Um, it went from, and you know, I love talking about the creative world and the creative space with creative people because you literally Today, in the world that we live in, you can create whatever ideas in your mind. Mm -hmm. And, you know, that's another big part of why we do this podcast show is Mm -hmm. to inspire other black women around the world with ideas that they have the platform and the tools to make that vision a reality. And just like you did, Nicole, you stepped out, you did something different, right? And you hadn't published anything before. You weren't a publisher you weren't necessarily a quote unquote children's book author, but you are now. And you have this beautiful collection of books that are available to the world. Uh, and so I thank you for sharing that tool and that tip of create space. Was that it? Yes. Creative create space? create space on um it's with it's Amazon company. Um just create space. So just type it in the Google and it should come up. And that's where you can upload um people upload just different types of books. It's no particular book, but they do answer questions about if it's a children's book or what type of book. It can be just books with just words on it. It does it does not have to have illustrations. So that's a great opportunity to utilize, you know, put your ideas out there. I would say that um writing a book actually it did something for me as well. It helped me to believe in myself a little bit more. 
Um, I going to college and doing all that, that's um, a great thing I did in my life. I'm so excited about it. But to do something that's within you, that you didn't have to go out to anyone else to get the idea. You didn't have nobody had to teach you in the class. Nobody had to really, you know, tell you to do it. It was like in your brain, you decided that this is where I want to share with the world, just like how you're doing your podcast. And so now having the books and allowing myself to, you know, be out there a little bit, you know, share myself with the world. When when a new idea comes to my head now, maybe five or six years ago, I maybe second guess it and be like, oh, that don't make any sense. I don't have time for that. You know, <laughs> you know, you know how you sometimes you have that yeah, self talk yourself out of it. Yeah, exactly. So now completing a book is like when I, a new idea comes to my head. It's not when I think of it. It's not no more. Uh, I don't know. I'm not sure. Is to me now. It's like when I'm going to get it done. So mm-hmm. then I have to start planning it. So it's um it's giving me motivation, just like how I want to motivate children in a book. It's actually motivated me, uh, motivated me as well as a person. And just to um it, it excites me to receive an email, you know, from from you, Yasmin, or anyone else, and say, you know what, I'd like for you to come to my podcast and talk about it. And I, what message I would like to share with fellow women is just the just like in the book, how Sister Girl has to believe in herself, we have to believe in ourselves. And another message I would like to share is that, you know, um, say you had a creative idea when you were younger, if you, when you was a teenager, when you was in high school or college or whenever, it's never too late. You can always believe in yourself. And um, my, one more example, I would just say the other day I was at work and I was talking to a lady and she was like in her 60s and um, at my day job, I work as a supervisor. So I was talking to her and I was um, sharing with her that I write books. I don't know how the conversation came up, but it did. And so she was so amazed and she said she wanted to write. And she said she was so happy to meet me because it let her know that it's possible. Yeah. And I, and I was just so intrigued by her because she's like in her 60s about to retire and she wants to write a book. So what, I, what I've learned and my message is to never give up on yourself, like no matter what. Just yeah, never yeah. give yourself. Absolutely. That's such a, a motivational word um, that everybody can relate to. And I love that you shared that because you have to be willing to put yourself out there too. you know, mm-hmm. be willing to take a risk. Nobody gets anything without taking a risk and really putting yourself out there. And so now you have this platform to share with the world. And I'm going to purchase some Sister Girl collection books. And I know that folks can do that on Amazon. And are there other places where they can buy your book? Yes, it's on Amazon. If you type in Sister Girl Collection um, or Sister Girl in the Training Wheels, you just type in Sister Girl in the Training Wheels and it will pull up. Also, if you go to my website, um, SisterGirlCollection.com, S-I-S-T-E-R, regular SisterGirlCollection.com. And the great thing about my website is if you go and subscribe um, to updates, you will download a Sister Girl coloring book. I have coloring pages. Um, for the children once you subscribe to Sister Girl Updates. And um, also I'm on Instagram at Sister Girl Collection and Facebook at Sister Girl Collection as well. But right now, the two places to buy the book is on Amazon.com and on my uh, website at www.sistergirlcollection.com. Awesome. Well, I want to encourage our rich black woman family to support Nicole that we all have a young girl in our lives, whether it be our daughters, our granddaughters, our nieces, or a friend of ours and their children. And, you know, summer is basically here. 
And uh, so many children actually lose uh, all the reading um, capabilities that they learned the previous year. And they call it that summer like reading regression. And so what a great way to make sure that your children stay on grade level and even advance further. And we know that this is so important, especially for the black community, because unfortunately, um, according to reading is fundamental, 50% of black fourth graders scored below the basic level, uh, as do 47% of Hispanic and then 49% of American Indian fourth graders. So summertime is a critical time when students, students either leap ahead or they fall behind. Let's make sure that we don't fall behind because we as a community know that education is so important for our empowerment and for, uh, you know, reaching higher levels of success and wealth. And it makes me think of a documentary recently, actually, that I watched. I think it was on Warren Buffett. And, you know, he talked about that he read a lot of books when he was really young, just a young boy, seven, eight years old. And, you know, it also made me think of Oprah. Uh, and we, you know, everyone knows Oprah's, you know, our, our, our black female billionaire, self-made. And, you know, Oprah has a passion for reading. And so, you know, it made me think of, is there a correlation between wealth generation and reading and just exercising that mind muscle? It's so important. We don't need, we, we not only need to exercise our bodies physically, but our minds mentally. And so reading is a fundamental way that we need to do that. So I just want to encourage people to get Nicole's book and support this sister and support really your children and think about ways to incorporate books into your children's lives more seamlessly. You know, I try to actually give books to my nieces, my nephews, the young children in my life um, for birthday gifts and holiday gifts. And, you know, sometimes they don't always, um, uh, have that big smile on their face as if, you know, if they didn't get like a drone or something like that. But we really need to start teaching our kids how to be excited about books. And studies show that having books in the home also correlates with obviously better reading skills. So um, instead of maybe going to buy that new Barbie doll, that new truck for your, you know, son or daughter, buy them some really cool books um, that are beautifully illustrated. So I want to thank you, Nicole, for being a guest on our show. If you want to give a shout out one more time where people can reach you on your social media. Oh, yes, um, most definitely. Um, they can reach me at um, Sister Girl Collection at Sister Girl Collection on Instagram and Sister Girl Collection on Facebook. Also at my website, www.sistergirlcollection.com. Also, I want to let everybody know that the second book, Sister Girl in a New Dress, will be coming out in early June. I will have it available on pre for pre-sale at Kickstarter. So I'm so excited about that as well. And I probably need everybody's support. But um, also, if you go on Amazon and purchase the first book, Sister Girl in the Trainer Wheels, make sure you leave a book review because that helps, you know, this book get out there. More people um, looking for the book, seeing the book, and it shows up more in the search engine. 
optimization. So most definitely, I'm just excited. I'm thankful and grateful for the opportunity today as well to speak with you, Yasmin. And I just want everyone to know just to believe in themselves. And that's the goal of the Sister Girl Collection, to motivate children, to empower them to believe in themselves and just for us to make a difference and to be rich in everything that we do, we have to most definitely believe in ourselves. Absolutely. And thank you for sharing the Kickstarter project. That's amazing. I'm always a supporter of people crowdfunding. If you all aren't familiar with Kickstarter, be sure to check that out. And um, Nicole, let us know when that goes live and we'll be sure to share it on our social media as well. Thank Um, you. So once again, folks, it's about taking a leap of faith. We saw Nicole do that just a couple of years ago, and now she's got a collection of beautiful children's books. Don't forget to connect with us on Facebook and Instagram. Our Instagram is at Rich Black Woman, and our Facebook is at Rich Black Women, um, and that's women with an E. And then share this podcast with your flossy posse, your crew, your family, your mom, your play cousin, your coworkers. Find us on iTunes, Stitcher, and tune in. And don't forget to leave a review for us as well. Reviews, as Nicole mentioned, are so important. We so appreciate your words of encouragement. So let's do some mental exercise this summer and challenge yourself to read new books with you and your family. Create a summer book club. Challenge your kids with some book reports. You know, hit them up with some money after they do the uh, book report. And until next time, I'm your girl, Yaz. And you've been listening to the Rich Black Woman podcast where we enrich you in mind, body, and bank. Let's get rich together. And remember, we live in a world of unlimited abundance. 